Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network? The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. Fancy meeting you here, Detective. Nelson, you! In a moment, we'll go down to tech and outfit you with the necessary equipment. You are now an IDF probationary officer. Welcome to the IDF, Detective. I'm Wilson. It's lipstick, but turn the bottom knob here and it infuses a powerful sedative. The portable translator module, uh, this device will interface with your earrings and act as a translating device. Are you ready to meet a real alien, Kate? Oh my. He... he's white. I mean, really white. Hello, Kate Hawk. I am pleased to make your acquaintance. Uh, likewise? Congratulations, Agent Hawk. Agent Hawk? You are now in the system. Well, are you ready? Nope. But who is? Arrival, two Borg step. Agent Hawk, welcome to Denmark. And now, episode 17, The Two Borg Files. Agent Hawk, I am Søren. I will be assisting you here in Denmark. Søren, nice to meet you. I'm sure I'm going to need your help. I understand that this is your first mission with the IDF. Yes, and it could very well be my last. Do I have a base of operations? Yes, I will take you there. Please, my car is here. So, Agent Hawk, is, uh, is this your first trip to Denmark? Yes, I was in the Netherlands a few years back for a tulip festival, but I never made it to Denmark. Well, you will probably be too busy to enjoy the sights, but I'll try to show you what I can. Thank you, Soren, that's very kind. Were you able to gather any intel on parks? Oh, very little, but what I do have is at your base of operations. Have you checked in with Central yet? No, I guess this is as good a time as any. I just need to tap the center of this earring, right? Tap to turn on, tap to turn off. Detective, I mean, Agent Hawk, to Central. Agent Hawk, we copy you loud and clear, how us? Loud and clear. Is this Ginger? Didn't I just see you a few minutes ago? Yes, but as a matter of protocol, I'm Central and you're Agent Hawk. It's just procedure, ma'am. Ma'am? Ugh, jeez. Agent will do. I'm with Sarin now. We're headed for my base ops. How often do I need to check in? Just when you need any info. Other than that, a sit rep at the end of the day. If we need to contact you, we can activate your comm from here. If space travel isn't overwhelming enough, how can I hear you so clearly when you're in a different dimension? You're transmitting to the STIP, which then sends a voice over IP signal through the open portal. It's like chatting on the internet. Amazing. Okay, I'll contact you this evening. Hawk clear. Soren, do you ever get confused as to which dimension you're in? Oh yes. 
Sometimes when I wake up I'm thinking, now what day is it? And where am I? Okay, we're here. At least it's close to the step. This is very quaint. Yes, it's quite unassuming, but don't let the looks fool you. We have all the latest technology here. I'm sure you will find everything you need. Uh, your room is there. After you get settled in, we can uh, go over what information we have. Thank you. So, here I was in the bat of an eye, halfway across the globe in the land of the Vikings. It probably took them several months to make the trip I just made in seconds. The room was small and cozy. There was a nightstand, an armoire, and a big downy comforter on the bed. A large porcelain bowl on the nightstand with a pitcher was most likely my bath. It seemed strange to step out of a machine that just transported me across dimensions and thousands of miles in seconds, then step into a room so primitive. I quickly hung up what clothes I brought and then rejoined Soren in the living room. So, what do we have so far? We have uh, identified this location as the former safe houses used by the underground throughout the war. These four areas have been demolished. And these have been highly renovated. and These are still pretty much as they were in 1943, when Parks was shot down. Any guess as to which one held our two? Unfortunately, no. The underground worked in different ways. Some dedicated themselves to transporting people, mostly Jewish and the airmen, to safe haven in Sweden. Some, not many, dedicated themselves to sabotage. These two houses uh, here uh, and here, we know were part of the extreme communist saboteurs. With such a wide range of possibilities, I don't see how we can cover all these potential sites in the time that I have. What do we know about the underground helpers? Of the remaining people who worked with the underground, only one is in the immediate area. Maybe we should start with him. I don't know, Agent Hawk. He may not be much help to us. He's currently residing in his assisted living residence. And from what our research shows, he may not even answer to his own name. Well, my only other option is to start visiting all these sites and try to contact the surviving underground members. Or start with this man and hope for the best. This is one Lars Fredriksson. He's in the Helensminde Center in Fredriksberg. It's just 10 kilometers southwest of here. With traffic, we can be there in about 25 minutes. That sounds good. We can go there first thing in the morning. You can interpret for me. Actually, that won't be necessary. Fredriksson retired from the University of Copenhagen, where he taught international business in English. Even with his limited memory, he probably speaks better English than I. I'm wondering, do you have a photo of the Tuborg Tower we can take? Yes, right here actually. I'm sure he has seen it before, many times. Yes, but I want something that might trigger a memory, in case we lose him. Well, I have some reading to do. I'll see you here tomorrow, 8 a.m.? Certainly, Agent Hawk. See you at 8 a.m. sharp. Good night. <laughs> Good night. And thank you again for your help. I have arranged to have Mr. Fredriksson meet us in the activity room. 
The nurses told me this morning that he's fairly alert today. I really hope that he's the one who knows Parks. Any lead at all would help at this point. Ah, there he is at the corner table. Mr. Fredriksson, how are you today, sir? And who is asking? I am Søren Hansen. This is my associate, Kate Hawke, from the United States. Well, so you imagine I will speak. Thank you, Mr. Fredriksson. Lars. Lars. I'm hoping you can help me with certain events that occurred back during the war, in 1943. Such a long time ago, my dear. If trouble remembering what I have for breakfast... Wait, did, did I have breakfast yet? Oh, oh yes. That god awful oatmeal. Uh, what were you asking? My father was here in 1943, with the 8th Air Force. He asked me to try and find out what might have happened to an old friend of his. How could I possibly be of any help? Well, I understand that you were part of the Danish underground movement. Do you remember this tower being used? Now, that's... Yeah, that I can help you with. I may not remember the oatmeal, but the war, the towers, something I try to forget but can't. How do you think I can help you with your father's friend? We're trying to find out what happened to a man named Jerome Parks. Oh, we really did not know many real names. We did a lot of work creating false papers for people who was assumed names. And the Nazis, they were fanatics about paperwork. If you had the proper paperwork, you could do just about anything. In fact, once we took in a Nazi scientist... Wait, a Nazi scientist? Was his name Heinrich von Langer? Oh, I don't know what his name was. But he was very high in the Nazi command. He was working with uranium. I'm sure that was the man named Heinrich von Langer. The man I'm looking for would have stayed with von Langer for a short while. Ah, the American. When I delivered the German to the safe house, there was an American airman there. They said he was the only one they found when his P-17 crashed into the sea. Yes, that has to be him. He was the only one on board because the rest of the crew had already bailed out. What can you tell me about him? Nothing. I'm sorry, but it's not that I cannot remember. I was there only to deliver the chairman. I used to saw him and ask one of my friends about him, then I left. But he was alive? Oh, very much so. Do you remember what they said about him? That he was very lucky to be alive. He was slightly wounded and nearly drowned. Do you know if anyone who was with him is still alive? The only one I know who could have helped was Knut Olsen. He kept a very detailed diary hidden, but I don't think he still be alive. Thank you so much. You have been a tremendous help. As then you can help me. Anything, sir. Tell those fascist nurses I want my breakfast. I'm starving. And tell them to bring me the oatmeal. It's the only thing here was eating. Thank you, Professor Fredriksson. We will take care of that. Then go. Be quick about it. Finally, I was getting a break. We picked the right guy, and he was lucid enough to recall information to put us on the right track. Soren looked up the details on Olsen and discovered that he died in 1976, but he had a living daughter. With any luck, she might know something about the diary, or she might even still have it. After finding her address, we made our way to the home of Olsen's daughter. I was a little nervous about traveling to Vordenborg. It was over 90 kilometers south of the Stip and out of range of my communicator. We are very close now, Agent Hawk. Good. 
I told Central on my last check-in that we would be here and out of Comreach. They said that you could still communicate? Yes. As long as you are with me. I can use our cellular system to call the STIPS relay and talk to the Central. Good. Then don't wander off too far without me. Not a problem. What do you think we can get from the diary? Being a member of the Underground was a certain death sentence. For Olsen to keep a detailed diary is very unusual. It could be the most valuable war diary since Anne Frank. We have not heard of this diary. We are familiar with Olsen, but there was never any mention of the diary. What do you know about Olsen's daughter? Do you think she'll be cooperative? Her name is Birgitta Gress. She was only seven when her father died in May of 76, in a train wreck in the Netherlands. So that would make her about... mm, 45. What about her mother? Her mother died two years ago from some sort of cancer. Her husband is a longshoreman at the dock of Woldenborg. Three kids, two in college and one in our upper school system. Sounds like she has a full plate. How close are we? It's right around the corner here. What is going on here? Police? I don't see any ambulance. Are you sure this is her house? Yes, this is right here. You stay here and I will go and talk to the police and see what's going on. Okay, let me know as soon as you find out anything. I will. Oh my gosh, this could be really bad. Or it could mean we're on the right track. Maybe somebody else wants to... Parks! Get over and drive. I said get over and drive or I'll blow your brains out. Now! Parks has found Kate. What is his move? What are his plans? Why has he kidnapped her? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Hostage. There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody.